Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. All right, let's get this thing going. Drop the subject with Allie and Jarrett. Here we are again. After all these months, still kicking it behind the microphones. Still scan. Yeah. How old are you? I, I don't know. Uh, I just feel like with all this talk of whistleblowers, I have to bring it back old-timey language. Um, <laughs> but we have a great show to look forward to I today. Like step, step into a box step or a Charleston or something. Hey, like, I'm, I'm in my mind doing a Charleston all the time. I believe that. That's that's just what's going on in my head. You know when they have those like cartoon peek inside the brain? It's just someone. It's like coyotes just looking at Roadrunner. It's me just doing the Charleston. In my head, it's just white noise <laughs> the whole time. I think in your head is just a giant eye roll oh when, it comes, to, when at, it comes to when it comes to politics. All of the world, yeah. <laughs> at all of the world. Uh, but it is Thursday, so we will get to Gay Gay Cray Cray later in the show. We also have uh, some audio to go through of a couple's home that was hacked in a very terrifying way. This is a, definitely a 2019 break-in where you actually can break into someone's home from your own home. From your own home. You don't even need to change. You can just be in your jammies. Uh, we'll also talk about my weekend coming up. I'm actually leaving. I'm heading out tomorrow morning to uh, to go on a little weekend getaway with my wife because it's our anniversary. It's our first wedding anniversary, first year of being married. And uh, I think I might die. Well, I was so I was asking you just before we were getting on, like, do we want to talk about the cake situation now or do you want to hold that for later? Well, I, I, I think we're going to need a little more time for it because I want to talk to all of you about whether it's even safe for me to do the quote-unquote traditional wedding things that I'm supposed to do this weekend, including eat a one-year-old cake that has not really been stored properly. Okay. I... Uh, Sounded like a hard no, but go on. I mean, well, I, I spent the morning, I feel a little behind this morning because I spent I went down this rabbit hole of how you're supposed to preserve these wedding cakes and you're supposed to put them in plastic and like store them in a certain way and I definitely didn't do any of that it's like, just, we just like wrapped it in foil and threw it in there it's not even in my freezer it's in someone else's so we'll get into that because that's a whole thing but what I wanted to talk to you about is you me and Ginger Justin all did the recent Apple update Yes, and, uh, iOS 13. And have you gone dark mode? Yes, I have it set on auto dark mode. So yours is on your yours has been on dark mode. Yeah, for the last couple of days. Well, it's funny because yesterday we were t- you were uh, getting in a fight with your dad about that do not disturb yeah. thing overnight, and now with the new update, I automatically have that. You're and, auto- you're on you're automatically on dark mode. No, no, no. I'm automatically on the do not disturb while I'm sleeping. Oh. Because when because you said bedtime, these things annoy me. These these updates because every time I go to an app or my alarm or my notes or my reminders list or anything that I normally go to, it's like, hey, what's up? Here's what's new. Right. Everything you're not going to be able to find anything you're looking for. And I'm like, <laughs> damn it! And so like my pictures are all in weird orders, and like my notes are all over the place, and some of my to do list is gone. I mean, it's it's all going to so, figure itself out. But the thing that I liked was that when I went over to my alarm to set my alarm last night, they were like. Like, here's your set your bedtime and your wake time. And I was yeah. like, okay. And it automatically went on do not disturb while yeah. I was sleeping. Well, I love the the bedtime do not disturb now. It won't even uh, do not disturb. The other kind will still like have all of your notifications on the screen, but like it doesn't light up. Uh-huh. But in bedtime, if you pick up your phone during bedtime, it will it won't have any of your notifications on the screen. It will just tell you the time and the date and it'll say you're in bedtime mode. So you don't see the notifications that make you open your phone back up. <gasps> I think it's 
should go a step further because you say if you wake up in the middle of the night, you look at your phone, Immediately. right? Immediately. It should just not turn on. It should just stay dark. It should say no, Jarrett. Don't look at me. It's not time. This is your Very bedtime. Christina Aguilera, don't look at me. Don't look at me. I, I mean, I feel like I love that it doesn't show me the notifications. If you like swipe up, then it'll show you the notifications. But I love that it doesn't show me notifications so that I don't start like, oh, I got an email or Right, Justin and then your mind starts or, going. Exactly. But yeah. you sent a text message yesterday to the group with your Memoji which is yes. a, a new feature on the on the Apple update and you were getting a little upset because we were teasing you that it w- that the beard, the beard was, was thicker than your yeah because in general this is a great representation like this looks good and they have a lot of options for right. you to pick from I mean I spent far too long doing this Memoji crap yesterday uh, trying to find something that was flattering yet accurate uh, and then I, I referred back to yours and I was like this is a really good like you did a good job with yours but the beard was too thick and then you started getting angry with us for pointing that out well i i don't know if i was getting angry maybe i was salty like my dad well till justin i was the first thing that happened was justin sent his memoji and then you sent yours or and vice versa and then i was like you both have the same haircut on your memoji it's just different colors that's a problem. Which either makes me a straight dude or him a lesbian. I'm not well, sure which. I mean, the the reality is the haircut does better represent your hairstyle than his. <laughs> but I think that it's hard for him to find a hairstyle on there that is more like his. So I get why he chose it. But then you guys were like, oh, your beard's too dark. And I'm like, well, they don't have like, how long is your beard, bruh? Right. But then you have to grow it out to make it an accurate representation. Well, last week, my beard was a lot darker. And I've just been trimming it down because like I started to feel like I was looking like a mountain man really by my own but only by my own standards but okay. i have my memojis and i have it w- one with glasses and one without um, oh you do so you can do multiple yeah 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 i have one, me with long dreadlocks i have me with like a center what? part wig i have me with uh blonde How do you hair figure all this crap out you just add more i'll show you in the all right well i i also think worth talking about is when people show you their memoji and it looks nothing like them it you're looks like, like a supermodel version of them is that? and you're like that is not you my like mom, what are you doing my mom loves the bitmoji she thinks she is hot stuff because she's figured that one out and it looks exactly like her it's very weird there are some that can really nail their bitmojis but then there are others where you're like what is this cartoon person I've been making fun of my mom because she's super church lady and her bitmoji the skirt is a little too short for me oh (laughs) above the knee exactly get out the ruler she's on like a a thigh high boot and everything it's a lot I was like who are you Miss Holy Uh, we're gonna take a quick break when we come back the (laughs) whistleblower it's it's really funny Uh, the director of national intelligence just testified before Congress what is that mean and what is the other whistleblower complaint plus gay gay cray cray and news it'll lose it so much more coming up don't go anywhere drop the subject we'll be right back the new channel q drop the subject the new channel q so the whistleblower complaint continues it's time to blow the whistle justin the the bay area in me do you think that the whistleblower was on the fence and then all of a sudden this song came on while they were driving like, and they Lord, were like, send me this. a sign. <laughs> an E-40 came on. Yes, an <laughs> it was E-40 like, was like, here you go. Blow the whistle. Uh, excuse me, too short. Sorry. Um, oh, oh wow. too short. Whoa. Wow. I really am going to be in big trouble for that. J- uh, Justin, make sure you save that clip for How future blackmail. How dare you? Uh, no, too short. Blow the whistle. Like, I love that song. It's just, it's... It's an, an amazing piece of work. Anyway, and if I were if I were debating, like, should I submit this whistleblower complaint or not? Yeah. And this came on, I'd be like, okay, I get well, it. Well, I gotta. Right. Um, so this morning, 
the director of national intelligence who received the whistleblower complaint about uh, President Trump spoke before Congress and uh what was interesting to me at first, because he's able to make a statement at the top of this and say, um, you know, this is what I did. This is why I did what I did. Um, he spent a good amount of time talking about why he hadn't turned over the complaint immediately. And, you know, the seven day window that we had talked about, because it's now been 14 um, and well, it's been more than 14. And so he said that he complained. He the whistle. He withheld the whistleblower complaint because of executive privilege and released it today after the release of the transcript. Um, one of what the kind pro- of a reason is that? Well, because he it's said that executive privilege. Well, the problem with that is like you are giving executive privilege to the executive branch, but they're the people implicated in the whistleblow. Got so, it. So like that doesn't make sense. Yeah. There's some conflict there. But he was also he was saying like one. <laughs> He references the time that this came in. He was like, I just started this job. I was so new at it. I was still using Garmin to get to work. And so, you know what I mean? Like this whistleblower uh, account came in four days before he started as the acting director of national intelligence. So he's he's very new in this role and he's acting in this role, right? He's the acting director of national intelligence. So he said, you know, this is something unprecedented. Something like this hasn't come in from a whistleblower account where it was implicating the president and the president in his purview, because other people view it differently, is not a member of the intelligence community. So since it's not in the intelligence community, it's not under his jurisdiction to be able to talk. It was a lot of like convoluted kind of things, but he was basically giving the reasons that he hadn't turned it in yet. Well, that's a stress first week at, wor- at work. Can I you will imagine? say that. Yeah, like, I mean, if, like, you don't really have much training and the people before you kept getting fired and, you know, as soon as you get there, you realize like, oh, this is a bit of an S-storm. All yeah. right, like, what What do we, uh, all right, well, why don't I start setting up my email account and, oh no, there's a whistleblower exactly. situation. Like, where do I get markers for the <laughs> whiteboard? Wait, I'm sorry, what happened? Wait, what? You know, exactly. And I'm supposed to report this? Well, hold on a second. So, I mean... <sighs> As, as a human being, like, I understand, <laughs> speaking for all human beings, okay, I understood the way that he logically laid that out. But then as you question it more, it's like, yeah, but in what circumstance do you ever take, you know, a, a piece of a complaint and go to the person who's being complained about and ask them what to do with it, right? Right, if yeah, I exactly. If I filed a Me Too claim against you, like, the HR department's not going to go to you and say, well, what do we do with this information, <laughs> even if you're my boss? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, so, that doesn't make any sense. So, yeah, it's just kind of ridiculous in that perspective. But it, So it's hard to figure out what he was supposed to do. Um, he was very new in this role. He got something on his desk immediately that, you know, is wild and had never happened before. I get the challenge that comes with that. So then what are the next steps here? This is what we're going to talk about next. Is the, and you mentioned this in Cross with the Morning Beat, is that this is not even the first whistleblower complaint because there was another one before this. There's also uh, Pence is now involved, at least according to Donald Trump. He has thrown Pence under the bus and said that he made some calls to the Ukraine as well. Of course, he's he doing his classic, hey, let's deflect and, and, yeah. and turn our attention to somewhere, somewhere what else. Yeah. But you know, what are the next steps here? Because hashtag President Pelosi has been trending and (laughs) you you know could be all that's coming up next drop the subject we'll be right back the new channel q drop the subject the new channel q just a quick shout out to send the avocados on instagram who loves the show or at least well they love let's just read this verbatim love the show everyone at dts is great especially especially Ginger, Justin, and Emmy. <laughs> the two producers who rarely speak on the show. Justin has a burner a burner account, apparently, and <laughs> is commenting on our... 
Send the avocados goes on to say, you guys are what I look forward to hearing every day on Channel Q. So Ginger, Justin, and Emmy, big shout out to you from Send the Avocados. Uh, I guess we are just a fodder leading to a, a hopeful piping of Ginger Justin well, or Emmy. You were joking the, before we came back on the air. You know, really the person just listens to, so they can understand the happy ending at the end of the show. <laughs> yeah. I just love when, uh, and Justin, it's not even Emmy that does them because she's gone right, by that point. Like, ju- that Justin's so clever. It's, He's just a piece of work. <laughs> I listen to the whole show just so the happy endings make sense yeah, at the end. Yeah. yeah. There's only a 50-50 chance that he's listening right now because Emmy's not here. Listen, whoever whoever uh, send the avocados is is thrilled about what just happened right now. I know. They're like, ah! <laughs> so anyhow. Fangirling out. Anyhow, uh, today we were just telling you about the whistleblower complaint um, and how the director of National Intelligence was just testifying before Congress. Um, one of the things I found uh, most interesting or frustrating at the same time was a lot of the questioning was about process and not about the substance of the the whistleblower's complaint. Although the whistleblower's complaint did come out this morning, it's nine pages long and it details you know various different things that were of concern to this person. They said they spoke with um, more than half a dozen people that gave them perspective on things that had been happening in the White House that were of, of grave concern to them. I know I read that they had there were several people in the White House that agreed they needed to lock down this phone call and, and hide it, right? And part delete of it, the transcript. Part of it was that they, you know, normally they have a transcript that comes out of a call like this and it gets saved on a certain server. But this, along with some other calls, have been saved onto a different server that was more secure. Yeah, so what is which that? Which makes like, it more suspicious. It's yeah. like the fact that they're trying to hide it obviously means that they know exactly. something was not right with this phone call. But then, of course, they're all going to, to everyone's face, say, no, everything was fine. Yeah, yeah. it's out. But the, because we have nothing to hide. We have nothing. Well, I mean, I just remind you, like, this is the president who, you know, ran a huge part of his campaign talking about an email server from from Hillary Clinton and how she was hiding things and all that. And like when this is investigated, if those details parse out to be true, I mean, how do you stand? How do you stand up against that? Um, But then social media kind of got a hold of it and was talking about the hashtag President Pelosi. If you don't understand it. Uh, in the line of succession, if Donald Trump gets removed from office, it becomes Mike Pence. If he were to be removed from office, the next person in line in the line of succession would be President Pelosi. Our Nancy, our our good she old Nancy. Yeah. So uh, I guess Donald Trump said, uh, and I think this was yesterday, quote, I think you should ask for Vice President Pence's conversation because he had a couple of conversations also, which is just so I mean, what a bust not that I would ever feel under. bad for Pence, but it's kind of like it's like when you're in a bad relationship and everyone's like, dude, just leave him. He's not good for you. Yeah. He's he's gonna, you know, <laughs> it's always about him. And he's like, no, you know what? He's got my back and I've got his. It's gonna be fine. And then as soon as something yeah, I happens, know you don't understand the things that he's saying and like his social media is kind of crazy. But like when we're alone, it's just really good. He's like we, so great. He really understands me and he listens to me. But I mean, but I know he. Everyone hates him. I get it. I yeah. get it. But like. <laughs> Like, he's so different at home. <laughs> or at the end of Devil Wears Prada, when when uh, Stanley Tucci's character thinks he's going to be- get that big oh. promotion. Oh, man. It's like stuff like that. Yeah. And he's like, she'll yeah. get me back. And she's like, are you sure? And she's like, no. He's like, no. No. But I just have to hope that that'll happen. I was thinking when you said at the end of the Devil Wears Prada, it was going to be my favorite line in the whole movie, which is, Go. Go. I love that last moment. It's like, <laughs> um, but yeah, so people but, were on Twitter. Yeah, so anyway, uh, there was a Twitter storm happening after that happened. Uh, people like uh, uh, Samantha B from Full Frontal said, America, where a woman can be president, but only if two men get impeached first. <laughs> 
Uh, Jennifer Rubin said, suit up, President Pelosi. Uh, Someone said, if this ends with President Pelosi, I may never stop laughing. Uh, Welcome, President Pelosi, question mark. Everyone's just been so on board with this transition. I can't think of anything more fitting than Trump's presidency being taken away and turned over to a woman after he stole it from one. I mean... Hashtag President Pelosi. I keep thinking Hillary Clinton would... S her pants if the first woman president she would S her pants because of this kind of thing yeah she would have to get a brown one (laughs) you know what I'm out of here drop the subject we'll be right back the new channel Q drop the subject the new channel Q so Ginger Justin I I know that send the avocados is going to really enjoy this because you're going to have to participate in this conversation Ginger Justin we got an email company wide about our dress code and how some people have been in violation of said dress code recently. I was, I don't know about you, Jarrett, but I was completely unaware we even had a dress code. I, when I heard about this, I was like, oh my God, like what? What's but going then, on here? There's also been some times where, and I think it's specifically with Channel Q personnel. Yeah. But I'm like, if there's like a crop top situation or a shorty short situation, there's like a thing that goes in my mind where I'm like, is this office place a pro- like, does that still apply with mm, us? I don't know if it really, because I mean, we're a radio studio. It's a little different. It's not like we're just any kind of mundane corporate office. The so things are a little bit more fun around here. Well, I thought whenever something like this comes out, because it's not even like a real like code that this email is. It's just like, hey, guys, you should probably blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? And it was like. Is this like, there's not even calling someone out? Like, what's happening right. here? Right. So, Ginger Justin, what, what does the email sa- say exactly? Yeah. And so, then we can talk about, yeah, what the catalyst is here. So, it says, just a reminder about appropriate dress attire. While we have a relaxed dress code, it is important <laughs> to remember that we interact with clients and coworkers in other departments. While jeans, longer shorts, and t-shirts are okay, please refrain from wearing short shorts, crop tops, and revealing clothes. If you are uncertain if your attire is work appropriate, please feel free to check with your supervisor. Okay, so <laughs> please take I, your inappropriate work attire to your supervisor. I am trying to figure out uh, like what was the like, incident. There's always like buzz things to find in these emails. I love. It's important to remember that we interact with clients and coworkers in other departments. Translation: sales. Right. Exactly. <laughs> like, people, people who people are coming in bringing money. People do who, not screw this up for us. <laughs> because there are people that come into the office that are dressed up every day. Yeah. Like they, you're wearing a suit, or you know, a woman's wearing like a, a like a, not church going outfits, but like still, you're wearing a sort of corporate work attire. Yesterday on the show, we had Dilf Ginger Adam on, and that's what he wanted to be <laughs> called, right? Um, from sales, yeah, and he, he always dresses suit. nice. He's yeah, a, he's always in, at least in a button down. But yesterday, he had on a jacket, and he was walking around some folks that were, I guess, clients. I'm assuming. He's yeah, because he, yeah, if he's a sales guy, you gotta you gotta dress nice. Right? I guess they were offended that my belly button was out. I guess, <laughs> but like, I mean, no one told me they were bringing salespeople. Like, how was I supposed to know? Yeah, and you know what? You tell me a better way to twerk. I just don't know. Like, I was wearing mesh shorts and a crop top. I guess that was a problem. But yeah, but I mean, we I think about coming into work sometimes. I've definitely worn pajamas to work before. 
I've definitely felt like, especially when I was doing morning radio, yeah. screw that. I was like, no one's even going to see me. I'm just sitting here. In, like, I'm out of here by, by nine o'clock or whatever. Yeah, yeah, and I make a point not to interact with other departments. I guess for me, I, I there are days when I'm just like, I don't feel like doing it today. And I'm on the radio. I don't have to be on camera. Then I'm, And then that's when someone, when a guest will show up and we'll be like, let's take a picture of the step and repeat. And I'm like, mm, oh, you mean like the day I decided not to wear makeup and then the Popeye's chicken sandwich arrived and we did a whole video series about it? Oh, yes. So I was shoving a chicken sandwich in my mouth a with no makeup on. A collage of photos with you and <laughs> yeah. chicken. A collage of photos. It was a photo. It was like it was burst. Like 12 photos. With, yeah. with also radio studio lighting, which doesn't do anyone any favors. Listen. But... I was unaware that there was any kind of dress code whatsoever. I've never even thought twice about what I'm wearing to work. I've worn ripped jeans before. I've never worn a crop top because I'm not a crop top type of person. But I've also been walking around in daily public lately and noticing that no one really wears shirts anymore. Shirts are like out. I'm, I'm sorry. Okay. Have you, you've been to a college recently. You went to USC. Yeah. Were, were girls wearing shirts? Yeah, people had shirts on. Okay. Because my wife went to a school a school the other day, and she was like, "No one is wearing shirts. Everyone's wearing a bra, like a training, like a, oh. a sports bra, and then pants." And then well, I went to the farmers market that day. Oh, I went I to the farmers you, market. Everyone was topless. I get what you're saying. The it was like they were wearing yeah they just wear like training bras or right. like bralette type things, and bralette. then yeah, and then it just wears and they just wear like sweatpants. And I'm like, are we really, are we walking around daily life without shirts now? Is I that a mean, thing? I mean, I I went to a black college and like people dressed up for school every day. It was like a fashion show going down the promenade every day. And oh it was man, kind of I annoying. would not fit in with that. Some days it was great, like if I had an outfit I loved, and then some days it was like, oh, I just want to get to the com- to the commissary. Like I just want to be able to go eat, and I, I just want to go to the, the right, cafeteria and get a sandwich. I don't have on the right outfit to go get chicken <laughs> sandwiches right now. <laughs> Like it was, it was a moment. Well, I should have day. learned from that experience because oh when God. I ate the chicken sandwich, I was not emotionally <laughs> or physically prepared. But Listen, uh, yeah, I, yeah. Clark Atlanta, Morehouse, Spellman, like people are like in suits some days. Really? Depending on the day. Like, I mean, it's always like a good outfit. It's not like business every day, but like if you're doing something that's work related or like you're doing interviews for jobs and stuff like that, like people used to dress in college. It was a thing. Wow. That's but a they lot of black to. culture though. Yeah, because they wanted to, right? Yeah. But like some days I'd be like, oh man, I just want to get to math class. Like, <laughs> can I just wear these sweats today? Right. And then you feel like trash when you're walking by and people are like, oh, let's take a picture. And you're like, no, I'm actually good. Yeah. There is a, well, I mean, it's also d- different depending on where you live. I mean, I remember when I was living in the Bay Area, I could look like a slob all day and everyone else looked like slobs. Down yeah. here in Southern California, I just, you know, wear regular clothes and I look completely underdressed like I've been living in a cave. <laughs> So it's like, it depends on where you are. Is that where we find that caveman you were talking about yesterday (laughs) that we've got to find still? Uh, Well, apparently around this office, no shoes, no shirt, no paycheck. So let's all keep that in mind and put on shirts and pants and shoes and let's not wear our crop tops and Jarrett... Beware of the belly button. I fine. Okay. Put it away. Put it away. We'll, but we'll, love the piercing. News it or lose it's coming up next. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new channel Q. Drop the subject. The new channel Q. Drop the subject presents News It or Lose It. 
That's right. It is time for the news it or the lose it. Allie's got five headlines. I've got five votes. You, I definitely have some head flines. You, did I say that? <laughs> I think so. Um, I don't know where the bell is. I'm going to have to use oh, the right inferior bell. Take it. Oh, good. Okay. Okay. All right. Let's do it. Okay. Headline number one, Jarrett. Disneyland going plant-based. Um, Because we might be going to Disneyland soon. Yeah. I definitely will not add this to my menu, but I'd like to look say, and laugh. I don't want any of it, but, you know, <laughs> hard pass. I know which lines not to stand in. Exactly. Uh, when you rec- uh, Headline number two, when you return your shopping cart, make sure your infant is not still in it. Oh, girl. <laughs> Lose it. Okay. Headline number three, woman mocked for inappropriate wedding guest attire. Oh. Um, it's your anniversary, sure. Okay. Headline number four, scientists have found the smoking gun of when life on Earth really began. Mm, the smoking gun. Uh, lose it. Okay. And then finally, finally, this is headline number five, right? I think so. Sure, ADL, we'll the ADL has listed the term OK as an official hate symbol. All right. I don't know why, but okay. <laughs> okay, I've lost track already. I know that we are newsing the Disneyland story. Yes. I think we are newsing the woman mocked for inappropriate dress yes. at a wedding. That's correct. And ADL listing the term OK as an official hate symbol. I guess we're going to figure out who ADL is. That's next. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. i got to address a couple of breaking things right now, Allie, before we get into News It or Lose It. Don't hit the button. <laughs> we're not. We're, we're like, all ears. I was going to say, I feel like Justin waits for us to say News It or Lose It so he can play the music. <laughs> Don't hit the button. You wait. You wait. Um, Chris Contreras is trolling me on the Twitter machine. <laughs> trolling. He's trolling me um, because I, I said... Too short. I said uh, E40 when I meant to say too short. Um, and he's like, how dare you blow the whistle by E40 and you claim to be from Oakland. Shaking my head, Jared Hill. To which I replied, trying to figure out when I've ever claimed to be from Oakland. Uh, and then Chris, and it was like, I love a good gift. So I put a gift in there. And he says, I'm pretty sure you said you grew up there or at least the Bay Area. Don't mess with me, Jared. Chris Contreras, you are a liar. <laughs> He just said not to mess with me. <laughs> exactly. Oh, I'm messing with oh, you. No. I'm messing with you because I am not from Oakland. I've never said I was from Oakland. I've I have Are family you in Oakland. Blowing the whistle on Chris I'm, Contreras. I'm right now? blowing the whistle, bruh. <laughs> Come at me, bro. <laughs> I think I would, a testimony look, will ensue. The only connection I really have to Oakland outside of family members who live there, uh, I was born in Kaiser in Oakland, like Kamala Harris, which I love to say. Um, <laughs> we were both born in that same hospital, but I never lived in Oakland. I was not, I'm not from Oakland, but that. Um, but we also um, got some heat on, well, I guess it wasn't really heat, on Instagram um, from, uh, let me make sure I get this correct. Um, we yeah, got where a, was this one? This oh, was oh, oh, here, on, I've got it. This was on the gram. This is, yeah, this is from Napua63, who is an active follower and and uh, interactor, said, Jarrett, I want to see your crop top pierced belly button. <laughs> so you have a, you, where are the gifs there? You said you love a good gif. Man. I expect to see, whoa. What was, what was that? What's happening right now? Oh, no, we're being hacked. I don't oh, know no. what's happening. Hello? Hello? Can you are we me? alive? I don't know. Whoa. What's happening? I think Russia's hacking us, everyone. I don't know why we're getting feedback. I don't really know why either. But um, I expect to see some picture evidence of this crop top. Um, (laughs) 
Okay, so Napua, love you. Um, think you're adorable. You're our fave. Um, that was a joke. I did not have on a crop top, nor do I have a pierced belly button. And so I don't have that photo for you. Now but, I am blown. But we will up. after the show. Yeah. But yeah, I will make sure that that happens for you, though. We're going to go to a Claire's. <laughs> yes. We're going to get button. a 16-year-old to pierce your oh belly button God. with a plastic gun. I will commit. It's a rite of passage. I will commit to, if this gym um, situation that I'm on right now, <laughs> um, if I get even a four-pack, I'll pierce my belly button for you Wow. People. Okay. Yeah. I think that's a great deal to make. I hear myself saying that, and I'm like, what the hell is wrong with you? Hey, you know you what? already have to send food to El Chapo in prison <laughs> and Felicity Huffman, which that's going to be fun. Can we pick the jewelry? Yes. Um, <laughs> I, sure. I definitely want something with like 90s flower on it. You know, uh, like those really, really stupid white daisies. This is just, this is really bad. Yeah. Okay, um, hit the music, Justin. It's time for News It or Lose It. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> Drop the subject right. presents. I have to tell lose you. It or lose it. I have to tell you, I'm looking for my news it stories, and I see headline: Hillary Clinton offers a rare glimpse inside family's DC home. I'm like, what an intersection of all oh, the things that you. I love. She's like, by the way, here's the interior of my house. It's now that beautiful. everyone's talking about the S storm that's going on. I'm like, I love politics and interior design. What else do I need? <laughs> Is that under the for you section? Give, give me everything. Okay. Usually for me, it's just stuff about labradoodles. Oh, well, okay. Uh, I've gotten that labradoodle story like a thousand times. <laughs> and I click on it every time. Okay, so this is just continuing on the trend of what is appropriate to wear in certain situations. In this case, it doesn't take place in the workplace. It takes place at a wedding. Now, when you dress for a wedding just as a guest, of course, there are some rules there. Typically, women would not wear white. Typically, men wouldn't wear like the colors that you know are going to be in like the groomsmen. You know, you would do a different color tux or whatever. Oh, is that a thing? Well, I know that. I was here. Women can't wear white. Yeah. Well, I know that my family, my direct family, was like, "What are the colors for your wedding?" So I know I can wear something that matches, like mm, for the pictures. Okay. But then wedding guests, like. They want would want to make sure they don't wear those colors so that it's obvious it's who's so, in the bridal party and who's not so or whatever. Many rules that I'm like, why, where did these rules come from? Like, it's the no the no woman wearing a white thing. No women wearing white thing makes sense to me. Mm. Um, but like all these other rules, I'm like, where do people come up with it? Well, I was in a wedding where the mother of the groom wore white. <laughs> Kill her. <laughs> Oh my gosh. She should be slaughtered. Um, oh my gosh. She, no, she knew what she Actually, was doing. Actually, she was. That was the reception. Well, exactly. It's another weird tradition. I was just told I'm going to be at my sister's wedding. I'm not asked. Told yeah. that I'm in her wedding party for next year. Are you the maid of honor? <laughs> you know what? I should demand that. You should. I should demand that. It doesn't Does the dress show anymore. off your belly button? <laughs> Only if it's pierced. Well, so, so this dress what that everyone is talking about, uh, I'll show you the picture here, Jared. A lot of people say that this woman had an inappropriate dress attire when she went to a wedding. It was a very low-cut dress. And if you think, I'll show you the picture, oh. Jared. But uh, uh, this is definitely a growing trend with women dresses. A very, very scoop neck that goes literally down to the belly button. Yeah. So in the middle, it's all about showing everything but the boob. It's let's show everything that's in between the boobs. I, 
and you see this now at like award shows, the Oscars, the Emmys. A lot of women have been wearing these dresses where there's like a triangle dip yeah. in the middle, and it goes all the way down to the. I'm belly doing a button. lot of editing of what I want to say about this. Um, I think it's really cute, actually. I think it's a great dress. I don't think it's wrong. If you're trying to get laid at a wedding. I mean, this absolutely. This is the perfect dress attire. If you feel confident enough to wear a dress like that, like by all means, it kind of has that that cut that the Jennifer Lopez Grammy dress that everyone always talked about. Like, cuts pretty low, and you can see a little bit of boob on each side, um, and a little bit of stomach. I mean, hey, if you got it, flaunt it. Well, I guess people are upset because they're like, this is about the bride and the groom, or the people getting married, and you're just being very distracting by well, wearing something I mean, like this. You wear this, and that doesn't make the whole event about my chest. Like it's. Or or does I, it? I, I mean, mean, I don't see any of the other people in this picture. Who I mean, cares about them? There's a guy in a kilt right next to her. I don't even notice. I didn't even realize there was other people there. Um, <laughs> but I mean, if she was in the wedding party, I could see that being wrong. But like, I mean, you've got to, if, if you feel confident wearing it, you feel good, like, go for it. Yeah. I I'm get. not mad at it. Well, we're going to find out what is on the vegan menu at Disneyland next. So don't go anywhere. <laughs> Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Welcome back to Drop the Subject. Allie, you've been uh, clicking around over there. I have been. been what doing you got some for research. Me? Well, uh, News That Are Lose It continues, and we are talking now about the new plant-based options that are going to debut at all of Disneyland parks. I believe, let's see when this is. Okay, they're going to hit the Anaheim Park in spring of 2020. So this is what you can look forward to, Jared. You want to come along with me? Well, let me stop you right there. When you say look forward to. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Maybe that you can expect. Here is uh, what you don't need to add to your list of things to try at okay. Disneyland. The steamed Asian dumplings made with plant-based meat. That oh, is available at the Epcot Center. Oh, okay. That's not here. That's not in Anaheim, but it's at Disney World. There's also the chili spiced crispy fried tofu bowl. You know, they have to add all these describer words to make it sound cooler than right. it is because really what it is is a tofu bowl. Because like, I'm thinking like that first one, the steamed dumpling or potstick or whatever, like that would be good with just vegetables in it. Like I don't need the fake meat. No, yeah, just go all veg. veg Even though it's good for your stocks. <laughs> it is good for my stocks. <laughs> That's the only reason. Uh, what about a... Oh, over here, look, Jarrett, we have a cashew cheesecake. Mmm, hard mm. pass. <laughs> so delicious. I'd rather vomit in my own mouth. Oh, and here's a piece of cardboard shaped like a Mickey pretzel. Mmm, that oh. does sound good. This is a great suggestion from Ginger Justin, a tofurkey leg. Hard pass. Is that a thing? <laughs> no. Oh my God. I was like, oh. It would be so bony. Oh like it would God. just be like, you know, when there's like, when you see an animal, like an old horse or something, you know, there's no more meat on their bones. Yeah. That is what the tofurkey leg feels like. I to told me. you guys I was just uh, hosting an event at the LA County Fair and I walked by and I saw those giant turkey legs yeah. and I had just eaten and I was like, Oh, but I want one so bad. <laughs> like, I really wanted it. And it's not like it's just eating, like, a bonbon or something. No, you got to like, commit. Yeah, you You really... got to really want it. And it doesn't look like something that reheats well. <laughs> no. You know? So. I don't think that's a day two food. <laughs> it's not. And you re you're right. You do have to commit because you're walking around with a giant turkey leg for 
X amount of time until you completely finish the turkey leg. Yeah. You know what they should do? I wish that they had themed the foods based on what characters from Disney movies had eaten, like the Mowgli Bowl. That would have been great, actually. You know? Yeah. It's like, all he's eating is like random plants and sticks and stuff. Serve it and, in a kind of bowl like he would have eaten out of. That would actually be really cool. Yeah, I love that or idea. like the Peter Pan or something like, like I don't yeah. know. Or like Hook, where they're just eating imaginary food. I don't know what vegans eat anymore. I don't know what they do. But still, I you think that... You chose that lifestyle. And then if you go over to like Little Mermaid area, you'd have like grilled flounder. <laughs> oh, okay. And it'd not, just be totally... Okay, okay let me stop you. Gr- some grilled flounder is not okay. <laughs> just be all of the characters you have like some on mer- a barbecue. You have like fresh mermaid tails. Like, that's not okay. <laughs> uh, looks like some of the other dishes include the potato flautas. Flautas? Flautas. And the rongo salad with edamame. See, this is just them zhuzhing up salads. Uh, but you know what? The good news is, and we found this out earlier this week, you could still have Oreos. And those are available at Disney. Which really is letting you know that the people at Nabisco are doing God's work. They really are. They really are. Um, Justin says that we have yet another tweet. He told me not to read it before I, we got back on the air. Um, Ginger Justin is over in the they Drop the Subject newsroom with more. All right. Breaking update. Okay. Uh, Chris has now said, you straight up said you were born in Oakland. There's no coming back from that. I literally just said, I I literally just said that. But you know what the beautiful thing is, is that about radio is that once you say something, it's there and you can isolate that clip and you can use, get, have it used against you. You know what? I should, I should go back and play the clip of me seven minutes ago saying I was born in an Oakland <laughs> hospital and I never lived there. Like... <laughs> That does not make me. What is that? The whistle blowing? No, that was his like drop the mic moment. Oh. <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new channel Q. Drop the subject. The new channel Q. We're picking the subject back up and want to also remind you um, you can follow us on the social meds anywhere um, at DTS Show and uh, you know, follow what's going on with the show, keep up with what we're doing, and you can also find us as a podcast anywhere you get your podcast by typing and drop the subject and uh, subscribe so you can check out what we're doing each and every day. Okay. Okay. Allie. Speaking of okay, that hand gesture is now a hate symbol. That is according to a new report by the ADL. Any guesses as to what that means? Oh, you you said the hand symbol for OK. Yes. Like the thumbs up? No, like the circle with your... your in, oh. your, your index finger and your thumb are making, making an O, and then your three other fingers are up in the air. Yes, it's also the international symbol for a-hole. I think Justin uh, just dumped you using that. I don't know how that works, but he was like really nervous that you just used it. You can't dump this hand gesture, huh? I'm making um, it. Okay, so this is now the symbol for what? It's a hate symbol. It's been classified as a hate symbol by the ADL. The ADL. Um, I'm going to say they are the American... Um, uh, uh, Doo-doo league. Do, uh, I don't know. Uh, Anti-defamation league. Oh, uh, no one, who calls them the ADL? I don't know. The headline that I'm reading they on said CNN. They ADL? Yeah. I've always heard them as anti-defamation league. Okay. I mean, whatever. Uh, ADL added that symbol along with several other others today as uh, they extend their long-standing database of slogans and symbols that are used by crazies. And I guess the finger and thumb okay sign is universally known for being like, hey, everything's okay, everything's copacetic. Mm-hmm. But I guess some crazy white supremacists use it sometimes. 
and the okay hand gesture is sometimes used by the far right group Proud Boys. Mm-mm. They make the okay hand gesture at some of their rallies. There's a picture here of some of these guys using it at a rally in Portland. Who knew? Yeah, I didn't realize that that was being used for that, but apparently it's being used enough to the point where they're declaring it a hate symbol. Yikes. So it is not a okay. Stop, stop doing that. Hey, and hey, hey! Watch it there. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't want to. Um, like, we need to convey this to the deaf community because I'm pretty sure that this symbol means something specific. I uh, yeah, we need to talk to the ASL folks about the ADL American stuff. Sign, is it American Sign Language? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, because I feel like that must mean something. Oh, I'm think... sure that Anti Defamation League, or maybe um, they already know. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, what? just throwing it out there. <laughs> okay, I wasn't the only one that didn't get that right. Because you look confused too. No, no, no. You're saying that the deaf community has been using this as a hate symbol the whole All time? All along? Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> that they're just. I've been really slow on the uptake this week. <laughs> they're just really? like crazy haters. They're, that all nobody, along. They're just sitting there quietly. All along, we've been thinking, they've been saying, okay, and they're like, no, 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 I'm no. a white supremacist. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's a really weird place to assert that when I was asking you if you're, if you're doing all right. <laughs> I'm a white supremacist. White supremacy. (laughs) Exactly. All right. Uh, Okay. So that's that's my news it or lose it. Okay. So uh, we are going to. I'm going to give you the headline of gay gay cray cray that's coming up next. We're turning we're turning the tables here. You're going to give me a headline and give me some details, and I have to guess if it's gay gay or cray cray. Can't wait. So the headline is, and I, (laughs) this one is interesting. It's very Channel Q. The headline is: Couple raise gender neutral baby in bid to challenge society's gender bias. Uh, Another fun fact about this story, it is not from America. Really? Yeah, Oh, no. that changes my mind. I okay. was immediately going to say gay gay. Okay, well, we'll tell you more about it right after this. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. All right. Allie, I, I have something understand to say. there's a... You have Quiet! Quiet! Uh, in support of National Coming Out Day. <laughs> I literally turned off my mic. And, and, and the one-year anniversary of Channel Q. This is when we lose our new status. We are flying you et un friend out of the home. Oh, out to the home. I'm like, what is she talking about? Out of the home. Can you hear me? Uh, you get to play Scrabble? No. You're going to fly out to L.A. with us for a weekend getaway. We're going to take you out in West Hollywood. It's going to be great. We're going to take you for happy hour at the Abbey. It's world famous. And, of course, when you're partying with a bunch of gays, let's be honest, it's not just one hour. It's many hours. We'll put you up in a hotel. It's an amazing hotel. We're going to give you two tickets to We Can Survive, which was a crazy good concert at the Hollywood Bowl. Uh, Taylor Swift is performing this year. Lizzo, the Jonas Brothers, Camila Cabello. And, of course, you're benefiting breast cancer which is uh, all for a good cause. So this is a once in a lifetime opportunity and Channel Q is going to give that experience to you. All you have to do is register at wearechannelq.com. All right. Um, it's now time. I'm glad I got that off my chest. <laughs> I could tell it was really it's um, weighing on me, weighing you down. Um, it's time for our Thursday staple. We like to call gay, gay, cray, cray. Crazy. Jared, I'm all ears. 
So usually Allie has a story where a couple has done something and we remove all the pronouns and you have to figure out if this couple is gay gay or if they're just cray cray. And this week we're we're turning the tables. I've got the story. I found the story and I was like, oh, this is just freaking gold. So here we go. The headline I told you before um, is couple raised gender neutral baby uh, in bid to challenge society's gender bias. Now, here's the article. A couple are raising their toddler without... Oh, I also should start off by saying this comes from The Independent, which is in the UK. Okay. So they're not American. Mm -hmm. A couple are raising their toddler without revealing what sex it is in a bid to mitigate the gender bias that society places on children. After making the decision to bring up Anoush as gender neutral, the couple refers to their... Wait, the baby's name is Anoush? Anoush. A-N-O-U-S-H. Okay. Um, I've I've known somebody named Anoush and actually, you know what? I think I know a male Anoush and a female Anoush. Yeah, it's... Uh, it's gender neutral name. Yeah. Okay. Um, the couple refers to their 17-month-old as they rather than him or her. The couple, 35 and 38, also dress the toddler in gender neutral co- clothing. The married okay. couple, who are members of the climate action group Extinction Rebellion, said they intend to let Anoush choose their own gender identity when they're old enough because they wish for them to grow up into their own person. Wait, there's a group called Extinction Rebellion? Yeah. We are not going into extinction at all. We are completely overpopulated. Well, that was actually part of what um, uh, Greta Thunberg was saying yesterday. Yeah, stop procreating. Well, no, she was saying that like (laughs) climate change is going to lead to our extinction because we won't be able to inhabit the Earth. Oh, okay. Well, that part, yeah. That small part. But then there's also another group that promises not to procreate because of the population problem, because the population problem also contributes to climate change and making the environment that we're living in worse. Climate change is kind of Mother Earth's uh, correction. Yeah, and Mother Earth is like, stop. Fine, I got you. Stop. Okay, Okay. so they're 35 and 38, which makes me think that, I mean, there's typically... er, I guess traditionally in the millennial category, older millennial category, but I could imagine, so I could imagine a straight couple doing this, but if they are starting from they at the very beginning, they, they, gay, gay. Okay. The pair who live on a houseboat. Okay. Straight. (laughs) They're straight. In, in Keensham, I believe it's Keensham, Somerset. Oh, which Keensham, is like, Somerset, yes. Yeah, and uh, South England and, uh, discussed the ways in which they could challenge gender bias after discovering, um, uh, after becoming pregnant. Uh, eventually, we decided that we wouldn't tell people whether they were a boy or a girl in order to create this little bubble for our baby to be who they are. However, the pair admitted that responses to their decision have been mixed. I don't think people really took us seriously initially because what you say when you're go- when you're what <laughs> it's hard to do this isn't it Well because they use different language like yeah. different words uh, over there well, What I, what you say you're going to do when you're pregnant can often be very different later when you're faced with bringing up a crying screaming baby But over a year in it's clear that we are serious and gradually people have gotten used to it although that still doesn't stop Pretty confused looks from old ladies in the park when they come up to us and ask if they're a boy or a girl. It can be a, take a bit of explaining. Um, lastly, <laughs> I love that some old lady would be like, yeah. is she a boy or a girl? Well, like, None let of me your explain. Business. It's actually they um, because we're raising our baby without a gender. And they're like, I can imagine me? the lady being like, what? Uh, exactly. <laughs> so, Allie. 
Are they gay gay or are they double cray? Well, you did say the word when they got pregnant. You used that word, which mm-hmm. makes me think that there is a female involved. I would think Possibly that, that they could definitely be. I mean, two lesbians would definitely live on a houseboat. That's something that could happen in my foreseeable future. I also don't want you to, to, I didn't read the whole story. There's a pregnancy, but it doesn't necessarily mean that they, they were pregnant. <sighs> I thought I had it all figured out. And how did they do the gender reveal? The surrogacy. Did they do a genderless gender reveal? Yeah, it was just green. It was just a cannon of green smoke. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna. Oof. This is a tough one. I'm gonna give you a couple of minutes to to think about it. Let me please let me go over my notes. Your notes. (laughs) All I have written down is extinction rebellion. We'll take a quick break. When we come back, Allie will guess, and I will tell you whether or not they're gay, gay, or cray, cray. Drop the subject. The new channel Q. Everyone, what, what? this is Rugrats. Uh, why the Rugrats? Because of the story about the baby. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> of the story, we're like, why like... are we playing this? And Ginger Justin's like, it's a story about a baby. Get it? Get it? Yeah. I see what you did there. And Justin. you know what? Oh no, Phil and Lil, we knew the genders of. Sorry. <laughs> We, but we did I, always think their mom was a lesbian or something, right? That's true. Something I, I like think that. she was like a single working mom. And uh, I will say that when I was a kid, nobody knew if I was a boy or a girl when I was a baby. And my mom, and I didn't have any hair until I was at least a year old. So my mother would tape a bow to my head <laughs> when we were going out so that people knew the gender of me. Okay, So, so this is I a have, thrilling and personal story. If I have to get my belly button pierced, you have to come to work with a bow taped on your forehead. I'm <laughs> sure I still have it. <laughs> No, my mom probably threw it away. Okay, so we told you about the story of this um, British couple who are raising their child with gender neutral. They're not telling anyone what the gender is. They're allowing, they're using they, them pronouns. They're dressing said baby in gender neutral clothing. They live on a houseboat. It's probably harder to find a bunch of gender neutral baby clothes, especially if you're having a gender neutral baby shower. Well, no, I feel like you just get them like, you know, regular pants or skirts or whatever. And No, I get I get that. But I guess most of the stuff that you see at stores is like, here's blue with bears. Here's pink mm. with unicorn. It's like hmm. there are a lot of gender specific colors. out They probably there. they probably avoid blue and pink. So they have to go with like green and yellow. Maybe. And orange. Well, I mean, there's, you know, the full rainbow. I mean, yeah. But, you know, I just feel like I always see but those very gender colors. clothing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and put my guess in. I'm going to say these are two lesbian women. They're lesbian women. They live in a houseboat. 35 and 38 living in a houseboat. It's a houseboat that really changed it all for me. Okay, all right. Well, it turns out this couple, 35, 38, their names are Jake England Johns and, get ready, (gasps) Hobbit Humphrey. What? They are straight. They are straight. So Hobbit is a girl? Yes, Are indeed. we sure about that? Are there pictures? <laughs> there are pictures of the couple. Jake and Hobbit, um, they are raising their 17-month-old child. And uh, yes, it's a man and a woman living on a houseboat. I, I read this and I was like, the houseboat really can throw you either direction. I um, mean, the gender neutrality well, thing. The, one of them's name's Hobbit. It makes a lot more sense. And it really just explains everything. Yeah, this is them. Um, her name is Hobbit. Like, why? I mean, maybe it's a British thing, but like Hobbit as a name just doesn't rock with me. No, definitely I'd be really not. upset about it. And if you're going to have a baby, at least name it Bilbo Baggins. <laughs> Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. 
Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. All right, drop the subject with Allie and Jarrett. Thanks for checking us out. If you're not already, highly recommend you follow us on social media at DTS Show. Lots of interaction today on Twitter and on Instagram. Uh, this weekend, I'm going on a little trippy trip. I am going to be gone tomorrow. It's one of the rare times where I'm actually taking a day off because my wife has pressured me into it. And it is to celebrate one year of marriage. Oh, I've made it. It's weird celebrating my one-year marriage anniversary on my 10-year relationship anniversary. I um, But this is your one year... This is one year of marriage, wedding, but right. 10 years of actually being together. Right. So we're thinking, okay, what are we going to do? We should do something nice. We have to, uh, you know, treat ourselves. So we're going to a big bear we're going to a lake we're gonna we got a little cabin gonna hang out we didn't do a full like oh let's go to hawaii we're like let's just do the cheapest most romantic thing that's like budget friendly so we decided to go to big bear and we're talking about packing and when we're gonna head out tomorrow and all that stuff and then katie goes well we also have to go pick up the cake and i'm like what what are you talking about and she was like the wedding cake our wedding cake we have to eat it on our one year anniversary. And I was like, that old ass cake that we've been that's been sitting in a freezer for a year, I'm supposed to eat that? Never understood this. I didn't even know I had forgotten because I we one of the best things about our wedding was our cake. We got a sweet deal on our cake. It was rainbow inside. It was bomb. There were three different flavors. And I didn't know that we're supposed to save part of the cake i think you're supposed to save the top tier but in our case i think we just saved like the middle chunk nice <laughs> so anyway and we did a destination wedding we were got married in oregon so mm. we had to encase the old cake in like what is that called uh, uh aluminum foil right and we had to bring it on the plane with us. Like, oh, it was nice. a whole thing yeah. to bring. It's like, you know when you have to bring food or bring flowers that's or bring annoying. something really annoying? We also had to bring our wedding flowers, our bouquets back with us because that's another thing. We had to dry the bouquets or something. Jesus. So I was like, my God, this is... And we had our wedding dresses with us. I mean, we were like... It was insane. You were freaking Bilbo bagging. We were, we were Bilbo bagging it. <laughs> so then... The, the the cake is not currently in my freezer, and I'll explain. This cake has been on quite a journey because it started off in Oregon, got moved to Southern California. It was sitting in our freezer for a while. Then the fires happened. Oh. And we were evacuated. And Katie's... Wait, of all the things that you could evacuate out of the house, the cake was one of them? Oh, the first things that we were to pack, according to Katie, were our wedding dresses and the wedding cake. And I was okay. like, what about my PS4? <laughs> that is the first thing I wanted to pack. Not anything for the cats, not anything like <laughs> yeah, we the almost, wedding dresses. We, I cake. think we actually picked up cat food. I think we just barely got the cats themselves, and then we picked up cat food on the way over to our uh, cousin's house, which is where we stayed. So we stayed there for six days, and then we still have the cake there. So I have to travel, it, and she lives far, far away. To go get this cake. So I have to go travel and, and sit in a bunch of rush hour traffic to go get this old ass cake, to go bring to a lake, and then eat it. And I will talk about this in a moment, but I've read some articles about the risks of eating a frozen wedding cake. Oh my God. It is not risk-free. Will Allie survive more in a moment? Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. 
Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. All right. I may die this weekend. I may be being a little dramatic. Maybe. But there are a number of traditions I'm supposed to partake in this weekend for my one-year wedding anniversary, including eating a cake that is a year old. Um, well, according to Twitter, Chris says, my wife was pregnant during our one-year anniversary. We posted on Facebook that we were enjoying a, our wedding cake. Her cousin commented, you shouldn't eat the cake while pregnant. Mind you, we had announced on social media that she was pregnant. Um, oh, we quickly deleted, no way! We quickly deleted her comment since we weren't ready to announce it yet. Yikes! That's awkward. So they accidentally announced the pregnancy? The sister almost announced it in their comments. Oh, no. So hopefully they were able to save it. But yeah, okay. Okay, well, I'm just going to go ahead and say I'm not pregnant. So I can't. Allegedly. I, I mean, we haven't been being careful, like I said. So I'm not <laughs> sure, but I don't think that I am. But there are some rules as far as how to preserve the cake. According to experts, they agree that in general... Eating a frozen wedding cake is relatively safe, but it is not risk-free, and it is all about how you preserve it. So, they said that the first thing you want to do is find it. This is right after you finish eating it and distributing it at the wedding. So, this is we're just going to start with all the mistakes I've made from the beginning. Okay. You need to find you wrap the top layer of the cake in plastic shrink wrap and tin foil sealed inside an airtight container and into the refrigerator as soon as possible. Some caterers might do this for you. Mine did not. Uh, without even being asked, but it's generally not a bad idea just to designate a groomsman or a bridesmaid to make sure this hetero homophobic article. Well, no, I think they were giving you options. (laughs) Just kidding. And make sure that the task gets done before the cake spoils. A cake with cream cheese frosting that's Mm. left out in the summertime during a lengthy reception, for example, will not even be worth saving in the first place. Yikes. But I love cream cheese. Never mind. Sorry, <laughs> I'm making I love this cream really cheese personal. Yeah. <laughs> Despite the fact that freezing a cake is mostly safe, some people would rather not bother with the risks. Uh, so a lot of factors can influence the flavor and overall quality of a preserved cake. The packaging, perhaps most important. Is it safe? For the most part, yes. But is it delicious? Probably not. And I'm looking at some of the comments on social media of people that have eaten their cakes a year later someone posted a picture of theirs and said i just dug into my cake from a year ago and it tastes like a basement (laughs) so it's i know that it's not going to taste good i'm just trying to think of like when you've ever been told to put something in the freezer for a year and then eat it like that's just not generally a good practice in your freezer would you eat a year later i i can't think of anything to be honest with you like a piece of chicken no like i literally took something out of the freezer you remember i made like that broccoli casserole with rice and cheese and all that i put that in the freezer like two weeks ago and i heated it up like i wouldn't have left it in there for a year no like that sounds gross i don't even think that i would a beverage in there for a year maybe alcohol Oh, Maybe yeah, okay, alcohol. Yeah, yeah, alcohol. I, I think that's the only thing I could think of that I'd want in my freezer for more than... Mind you, I'm sure there are some things in my freezer that have been there for more than a year. Yeah, no, we're like, not, that's not what we're talking <laughs> like, about. Like, let's be clear There here. are definitely things that have been in my freezer for more than a year. Yeah, I'm just but, saying, I don't eat them. Yeah, and no. And I have not put this... I've Our cake is definitely not wrapped in plastic shrink wrap. It does have some tin foil on it. Is it just in foil? It's just in foil, yeah. Oh, you should not put that and in And it's body. not in an airtight container. You guys should burn it at Goddess Moon Circle. <laughs> <laughs> and the cauldron will go... Exactly. <laughs> Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q.
Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Very interactive show today. Very much so. Should we jump into our DMs really quickly? We've got DMs sure. and tweets and all kinds of stuff, right? Yes. Uh, let's see. Another one from Napua69. Patron in the freezer for a year is okay. Does what it's supposed to. That's true. I guess um, yeah, alcohol it, seems even like if it survive. is going to go bad a little bit, that probably just helps yeah, rather I could, than I could, hurts. I could see that slowing down the, the, the problems. Uh and then somebody else said, this is about yesterday, I apparently made a joke about murdering a packet of Oreos or a murder mystery having to do with some Oreos. There is a little bit of context to that, Jared, and I'm not going to, I don't need to get into it now, but when I was up in San Francisco, I made a joke about murdering a packet of Oreos and it fell very, very flat and I was uh, reamed for it for a very, very long time. So somebody apparently made that connection. I said, listen to the podcast yesterday. Sorry, Allie, the murdering Oreos joke still is not working. Yikes. So after all those years, I am still, still not failing landing, huh? with yeah Oreo jokes. Um, and now we move on <laughs> to an issue that I that seemed ridiculous to me from the beginning because this whole vape ban. I was like, all right, we're gonna ban vapes, but why are we all of a sudden banning things that kill us? Because that doesn't seem to be an American it's trend. never been a standard before. Yeah, so this story comes from CNN Health. Um, the headline says that first vaping deaths in Florida and Georgia bring nationwide total to 11. Uh, two more people have died from vaping-related illnesses in the United States. On Tuesday, the Florida Department of Health posted an updated case count to include one death. On Wednesday, the Georgia Department of Health also posted one death. These two bring the total to 11. The person in Georgia had a history of heavy nicotine vaping, but did not report Report a history of vaping other substances such as THC, the Georgia Department of Public Health um, announced on Wednesday. So far, the state has identified nine cases of vaping-related illnesses, including this death and other possible cases are being reviewed. They're calling this a national, uh, a nationwide outbreak, and obviously Trump has been talking about vape bans and all of these kinds of things. I guess what's frustrating to me is it's, it is awful that 11 people have died. It's, that's terrible. Of course, and, it's and awful when anyone that. dies. Exactly. But like 53 people died in August from gun violence. Like from mass shootings alone, right? right? And, and that's so, just in one month. And that was in August. Um, if, how many people have died from cigarette smoke and emphysema and lung cancer and things related to cigarettes? How many people have died from so many from alcohol from other things um, that we could have more control over or that we don't pay attention to? Yeah, I, that's what I I completely agree because it's like okay, ten or eleven people or nine or whatever the tally's at. That's the how many people have died let's completely let's just rip them off the shelves like it's such a a, a like it's a crazy reaction to have yeah. based on that many people and to have it be so immediate is frustrating because everybody talks about how you know it's so impossible to change gun laws and why are these debates still being had when there are more and more shootings and like can we at least ban assault rifles it's so simple and when in New Zealand when that when that shooting happened exactly. it was like overnight the exactly. prime minister was like okay nope no more I don't and, know if that's how they said it okay, no I don't know how to do a New Zealand I, accent I think I think no is it sounds like nigh nigh no, 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 assault. And so I, that's a perfect example um, of how like something can happen and it can be a catalyst to, oh, we need to change this. And like we are able to find these kinds of um, 
these kinds of fixes for other places, right? And like, if we can find it for this, for vaping, we can figure out how to do it for cigarettes and for guns and for other things. Um, because if they're trying to shut down vaping because 11 people um, have used them and, and you know, suffered a negative consequence, um, I, I it's, it's enormously frustrating to hear because you, you just can't justify why it works for one thing and not for another. Well, and especially because they don't know enough about it yet. Like exactly, they don't yeah. know enough about what is actually killing these people. It could be, and I, here's what I think. I think once they do a little more investigating, they're going to figure out that it's illegitimate products that are, uh, you know, made from people on the street where they don't really know what's in them, something like that. Because it's hard to regulate all this stuff. You can buy vape liquid on on Etsy. You can buy it on Amazon. You can get it from pretty much anywhere. My uh, my wife used to live with a girl who uh, their downstairs neighbor made vape liquid out of their apartment yeah so it's like if there's people doing that kind of stuff you don't know what they're putting in those in those bottles and so you could be there could be something that's killing you that's just from that well there's like a windy road here right because then the alternative is for it for these uh vape liquids or or gels or whatever um the different places are using then the road goes to it being regulated and if it's regulated, that means like the federal government has to accept that THC or marijuana are uh, are okay or are safe or uh, decriminalize them. No, you know what I mean. So like they have to then decriminalize marijuana, and like it's a long windy road. So I feel like this is just like their stopgap. Like oh, we're just gonna cut it off. Like people can't have it. There's there's no instances in which vapes are okay. Right. And it's like it's frustrating to see it devolve into this because it's eleven people. Well, and douche bros are going to be very upset because they love sitting in bars and talking to people about their giant vape batteries and how cool they are and the big plumes of smoke that they can exhale. And so what are they going to be without that? Yeah, I have a vape pen. Um, you do? I do. I have a vape and I very rarely use it because I never, I very rarely ever get high from it. Oh, do you? Oh, it's a THC vape. Yeah. Oh, I mean, well, I've tried it a few times. Back when I was writing the book, um, this last book, I was trying to find anything I could use to help me with focus. And they gave me this vape. And they're like, oh, this would be a really great you know, thing to help you out. And it didn't help. <laughs> Not at all. Well, maybe you should just take a giant edible. Because then your book will just at least be really interesting commentary. Like, um, it'll just be random thoughts you have about episodes of Family Guy I'll or something. I'll have a whole lot of perspective on nothing. Like, exactly. <laughs> Why are clouds by Jarrett? Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. All right. Well, I want to bring this to your attention, Jarrett. What are you laughing at? The... <laughs> The, the, pause. Com- the break, the commercial, the song we're, the conversation we were having during the song. Well, about- the, the song is called So Cold, but it did sound like she was saying Soup Cold. Oh, I'm talking about the news anchors in this upcoming story. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, this is something I think is important to bring to the people's attention because yesterday we were talking about robots. We did the robot or nobot game because there's a robot for everything now and robots are supposed to be making our lives better. They're supposed to be making us feel safer. But then, of course, with robots comes the robot takeover. And this is a hacking situation where a couple felt like they were safe in their home. That was not the case. But there seems to be this seems to be like a hacking situation. I don't know. I think that there may be just robot takeover situation happening. I mean, you know that I think the robots are going to take over. We'll have to listen. Any day now. Yep. 
A Milwaukee couple says their smart home was hacked. Their camera began talking to them, their thermostat reaching upwards to 90 degrees. Ashley Sears is live tonight with a warning for others. This sounds like a movie plot. It does, uh, Ted. <laughs> Shut up, Ted. Your stupid movie <laughs> reference. This sounds like a movie. Yes. Thanks. Well, that's, something, that's something that would actually happen if they like cut on the mic too early. Yeah. And she hates Ted. <sighs> yes, it does, Ted. <laughs> yes, it does. The Westmoreland family installed a Nest camera, thermostat, and doorbell about a year ago. <laughs> I'm thinking about her being out on this scene. Shut up, Ted. Oh, my God. Shut up, Ted. Yes, Ted. That yes, actually is. You are correct. They installed a nest and a doorbell. So, okay, so they have that ring thing. They have yeah. a smart doorbell. They have the nest. Which people love. My People love those freaking ring doorbells. Is it the new CrossFit? It's I like mean, when it's you have like, a ring, you're like going to tell everyone about your stupid ring. I know ring. someone that has one, and I feel like the sound is going off from their ring doorbell every five minutes. I'm like, your front door is not that popping, yeah. sis. Well, and if you have ring money you probably have constant amazon delivery money oh my god yeah that's true you know they didn't have any problems until last week when they heard a voice talking to them from a camera inside their home it's supposed to make me feel safe and i didn't feel safe okay so there was some kind of a hacking situation someone was breaking into their home remotely Kind of so, like the Russians. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I mean, because you can hack from anywhere. You don't need to break into someone's house and be there. You right. can break into someone's home from the comfort of your own home in your sweatpants. So I can't imagine anything more terrifying than a just... sweatpants reference with you. I mean, just, it is the best. You're such a gay man. <laughs> Sorry, Is go that on. what gay men love sweatpants? Well, not. that's not the reason why. What? Moving on. What is it? Are you making a joke? Mm-hmm. Is this a sex thing? The gay guys, the gay guys listening, they get why they love sweatpants. Oh, because you can see the peen. Hey, I didn't say that. You did. Okay. I'm a distinguished journalist. <laughs> a place of comfort that turned creepy Tuesday. And my heart was just racing. I was, I felt so violated at that point. Can you imagine sitting in your living room just enjoying, you know, episode four of Transparent or Hello, whatever? Clarice. <laughs> Hello. What are you doing? The call is coming from inside the house. The voice is coming from inside the house, and yeah. you're like, is it Siri? Is it Alexa? I don't know who it is. No, this is a foreign and it's voice. it's like some weird guy's voice. I always, think of, I always think to myself, like, you know, when you come home and you think you hear a sound, and you're like, maybe like, look inside the room, and I always think to myself, like, what if there is someone in there? I'm going to be freaked out. <laughs> right. And it's kind of that. Like, whose voice is that? You know, it's weird. Samantha Westmoreland returned from work to a blazing hot home. The thermostat turned all the way up to 90 degrees. <laughs> oh, they put the she on hell. Yes. So not only are they breaking in, they probably have the power to lock them inside the house, talk to them, oh and turn the heat up to 90 degrees. This and, is and totally a horror movie premise. It is. And Ted was right. <laughs> it is like a movie. He thought it was a glitch, up, setting it Shut back up, to room temperature, not realizing then it was only the beginning of a roller coaster 24 hours. It gives me the chills just talking about it. The thermostat. Chills? It was 90 degrees. <laughs> I continued to go up, and a voice began speaking from a camera in the kitchen, oh my God. then playing vulgar music. So I unplugged it, and I just turned it facing the ceiling. She and her husband changed their password, but the problems persisted. Eventually, oh, that's contacting what, that's their what internet. I thought. 
I well, I the first thought was I want to know what the vulgar music was. Second, I wanted to. I was thinking like, why don't they just change like their Wi-Fi password? But apparently that didn't do it. No carrier and changing their network ID. They believe someone hacked into their Wi-Fi and then their Nest. And if someone hacks into your Wi-Fi. They shouldn't be able to have access to that, uh, those Nest devices without some kind of wall that they have to get over. The couple is upset their $700 system was a gateway into their home. Hopefully. Well. Was a gateway into, into their, their home. home. Shut up, Ted. <laughs> Shut up, Ashley. Well, you know, that's just something for us to learn. They're really scary. uh, Burglars used to scale actual walls. Now they're passing through firewalls to just get right into your home and torture you while you're just laying there watching TV. Shut up, Ted. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Drop the Subject presents News It or Lose It. Oh, that was a perfect transition. Just with a hard fade. Like, ah, screw it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <all right. laughs> yeah. News It or Lose It. It is time for News It or Lose It. I've got five headlines. Allie's got the bell. And uh, you get the news. So here we go. Number one, does drinking affect your fertility? Oh. Uh, number two, the slick denim trend everyone's wearing for fall. We were talking about our attire earlier. Are we not wearing pants now? There's no shirts and no pants? Maybe. Can't tell you. All right. Number three. This is a long one, but I was like, whoa. President Trump told staff from U.S. Mission to the U.N. that he wants to know who told the whistleblower about the Ukraine call, says they should be dealt with like spies were, quote, in the old days. What? That's real. So he thinks that they should just take him out i i haven't read it i just saw the headline i was like oh i've got to put that in there sure all right number uh four super bowl halftime show performers have been announced it's two women and it's not taken and susan or whoever you love taken and susan (laughs) it's not taken and sarah need to (laughs) us and we need to create taken and susan I I wrote take I wrote Susan and Tegan and I was over here like I'm a jackass. I I'm Tegan and I'm Susan. <laughs> Finally, uh, I wish you'd hold me like your boyfriend, <laughs> <laughs> like your very best friend. <laughs> Finally, the word genius.com word of the day. Uh, it sounds like something we would recognize, but it's not exactly that. It's milk toast as one word spelled M I L Q U E. T-O-A-S-T. You know, we've got a lot on the docket. I'm going to have to lose it. She said pass on the milk toast. All right. So uh, we're finding out about if drinking affects your fertility. Uh, the slick denim trend that everyone's wearing for fall. Uh, that really long headline about Donald Trump. Exactly. President Donald Trump is going to be punishing the sources of the whistleblower um, like they did in the old days. And are Susan and Tegan? <laughs> performing at the Super Bowl. All those things are coming up in News It. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. All right. So before we jump into News It, don't hit it. Before we do that, we've got some tweets. Um, and we've even heard from the David Trump David, the Trump supporter. We did hear from Dave, yes. Um, who's who has who feels a way about our conversation about the gun um, debate and w- versus, you know, uh, the vaping. So first of all, DJ, 
Lisa, um, who is married to Michaela. Or they're, in a they're, rela- they're not married. Sorry, they're in a relationship. No, I think Michaela's just been. <laughs> yeah, you. Uh, I no, think Michaela's just like heavily pressuring yes, DJ Lisa. They're uh, DJ Lisa. Um, or I think she calls her Daddy Lisa. Um, she does. I've heard her say that. She said that they were hacked on their Nest Cam and they smashed it. <laughs> like and they just threw it like, across the room. Uh, uh-uh, screw it. We're smashing it. Um, <laughs> Those things are expensive. They are. Yeah. This is the first reaction is just to throw she it across was like, the room. Mm-mm. Not only I'm not only just throwing it away. I'm smashing it to pieces, <laughs> which I can't be mad at. Well, hey, if I was a hacker, I'd want to hack into some hot lesbians. Well, there you go. There, I can't be mad at that, actually. I might do that. Um, <laughs> I mean, so, let me tell you, you guys know how to do it. So, I just realized what I just said, and I didn't mean that, but I kind of did. You sounded like a straight dude so much. Totally. I would totally do that. But I don't like want in, you know? No, you just want to be like, like, huh. Hey, you guys have a good time. Anyway, uh, Chris Contreras says, Chris has been all over us this time. Shut up, Justin. <laughs> he says the vulgar music that they were playing when they broke into the smart house was probably Blow the Whistle by E-40. You know what, Chris? Don't let me see you in the street. He's okay? really all in on the shade with you today. He's, he's really firing on all cylinders. I can't, I can't <laughs> be mad at it. Uh, and then uh, Trump supporter Dave says, with respect to the gun debate, one is a constitutional right, vaping is not. When it comes to chipping away one's constitutional rights, people polarize. Absolutely. I don't disagree with that. I think when we're talking about assault weapons, which is the primary concern. Yeah, I think it's that part of it. Gun activists and things like background checks and, you know, all of the other things that are part of the gun debate. um, Those like assault weapons are not guaranteed in the Constitution. Like there's nowhere in there that says, like, what kind of gun that you're supposed to have. And many people debate over the, quote, right to bear arms and what that was supposed to mean, because that was supposed to be in times of war. Or not just like on a Tuesday. Um, mm. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we will actually cover the news that are losing stories and uh, wrap up the show. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject presents News It or Lose It. All right, so uh, we've had so much feedback today. News or Lose It got pushed back because you guys were just talking so much. I know, and we need to, you're, you need to let your voices be heard. You just had so much to say. Um, <laughs> all right, so the first. You sound judgy. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> it's fun times. Everybody's having a good time. Um, all right, so the first headline comes from Huffington Post, and it asks, does drinking affect your fertility at all? Um, and it kind of breaks down a lot of different perspectives on this. It says, there is some evidence that heavy drinking might negatively affect fertility in the short and long term. I was thinking about this because I know you and Katie are, are starting to think about like when you might want to have a baby. Yes, and there's definitely a reason why Katie does not want to have a baby. And because I imagine this has something to do with it. Nice. Well, she also asked, do I need to stop drinking while you are pregnant? Yes. That's what I said. Okay, so I, I, I'm being halfway facetious, but like halfway, I don't know. Like, you want her to not drink while you can't drink. I'm just saying I don't want her to be completely blasted while I'm sitting there like trying to Rubbing put my swollen feet up. Yeah, and she's just like, oh my God, this cab is amazing. Oh, and I'm like, so can I please, like, you're yeah. supposed to be doting on me. That's my nine months of what pampering. Because there are, I know there are some things that pregnant women can drink. Like, I think they say like you can have one glass of wine it depends, on occasion or something. It's de- dependent on what trimester you're in. So I think while oh. the baby's developing, like in the 
the first and second trimesters is not a great idea because their brains and insides are like forming. Okay. So you shouldn't be like taking tequila shots while that's happening because I think that does affect <laughs> the brain and the development of the baby. But then once you're in the, I think w- once you're at like eight months yeah. or something, like you're kind of in the clear. Like everything has already reached its. Everything's wrapped in saran wrap at this point. Exactly. So having a glass of wine won't do anything. So maybe the rule should be she's limited to whatever you can also partake in. I mean, I said that she can drink as long as it's not like heavily around. Okay. Like she, if she wants to have like a night of getting completely blasted. That needs to happen away from me. Well, according to the article, they also say um, the good news is moderate drinking likely doesn't affect your fertility long term. So if you're just like having moderate amounts of drinks over the course of like your lifetime, probably not going to have a negative effect. Just what is moderate? I know. Exactly. The other part of it, though, is as you might want to cut out alcohol while trying to conceive. But light consumption is probably okay. There's too many like conditional words in here and uncertain words like it's probably okay. I know. Who the hell? (laughs) And this is like the things doctors say to cover their asses. Exactly. You're probably fine. But if you're not, don't sue me. Moderate drinking likely doesn't have an effect. Um, The other part of it says, don't forget that alcohol is only one of many factors that affect your fertility. So, um, you know, do with that what you will. Everything does. I mean, like your diet, drinking coffee. I mean, any of that stress and anxiety, I I think, probably have some kind of impact. Impact oh on your God! Then I'm body done. chemical I'm done for. makeup. Um, okay, so this other headline says uh, the trend to wear now. You know, me and you are like obviously the trendsetters here at the station. Exactly. I'm wearing jeans that I've had for probably ten years. Go on. <laughs> what is the shirt? T- describe the shirt. This is a pink shirt. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks. Uh, appreciate that. It's a pink sweater. It's got like I a don't texture know. to it. Sure. Yeah. I got this in Thailand. Right, look at for, you. For I think three dollars. She got that in at um, Thailand Fashion Week, which, <laughs> which is just a day market straight off the runway. <laughs> um, well, the the trend that everyone is apparently going to be wearing this fall is coated jeans. Um, are you familiar with coated jeans? Uh, does it have everyone's passwords on it? No, coated, C-O-A-T-E-D. Oh, God. So they have like a sheen to them and they kind of almost look like a leather or something. No, no. I could see you maybe as nope. like a, for a dressy kind of time. For a dressy, I'd do dressy black, like yeah. sheen with other black. Well, but they I, say, they say it really goes everywhere though. They say at work, you can wear a bright white shirt. It's always a good, a good way to do coated jeans for date night. <laughs> Amp up the glam factor with snakeskin printed jeans and a slinky top that shows off your shoulders and ca- and clavicles. Clavicles? clavicles. So Mo- many clavicles. Plural. Plural, to be clear. Brunch, they say your repacy, your repacy, receipt, recipe, <laughs> repacy. Damn it, Justin's going to do something Your recipe. Your recipe. Why can't I not read the word recipe? I don't know. Your recipe for cozy yet cool brunch fashion, chunky knits. Tuck your sweater in slightly at the front in the jeans. It's like... You know, I heard that the chunky knits are playing at uh, Coachella next year. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Um, uh, Donald Trump... 
still president, mm-hmm. and uh, he's attacking the whistleblower sources and says that there should be punishment for them. Um, I've talked to you guys about this before when I think that Donald Trump has this idea in his mind that he is America. Not that he's serving America, not that he represents America, but that he is America. Uh, this comes from the New York Times, and it, uh, I'll, I'll read you the top of this. It says, President Trump told a crowd of staff from the United States mission to the United Nations on Thursday morning that he wants to know who provided information to a whistleblower about his phone call with the president of Ukraine, saying that whoever did so was close to a spy and that in the old days, spies were dealt with differently. The remark stung people in the audience, according to a person briefed on what took place. Uh, Mr. Trump made the statement several minutes into his remarks before a group of about 50 mission employees. This is something that I would expect to hear him say, like, in the Oval Office to some close friends or like... Right, not in front of a bunch of people. Not in front of a bunch of people who are not even in government or his administration. This is why I think he that we are, like, clear that he sees himself as America. The idea that Because someone, America's stupid? Well, <laughs> makes well there's that. Um, but, like, the idea that someone telling on him is is basically treason. You know, it's like it's betraying the country. Like, no, that's that is what this whole government is set up for. Like, you're not protected because you you are the president. But also, isn't he still just shooting himself in the foot because he's acknowledging that what he did was bad and that no one should have said something about it? Basically, like was worthy of a spy. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like that person who allowed the like the sources who fueled the whistleblower, they should be I mean, he's saying killed. Yeah. For what? For committing treason and saying, to, for outing for, him? For betraying him. For, oh, okay. You know what I mean? I like, see. For like betraying him. The betrayal of him is essentially making them a spy and that they should be killed like we did in the old days, is okay. what he's implying. So he's saying that when someone does something wrong, there should be consequences. <laughs> Wait. Wait. What do you mean? Oh. Hold on. Is that a thing? Shut up, Ted. Do- <laughs> It's like, aren't you saying like, but what about you and all the things that you are doing wrong and that you're not getting consequences for? You don't think you deserve consequences. Whenever I ask myself that kind of question, I remind myself that during the 2016 election, uh, a a priest or or pastor or something that was uh, doing a forum with him asked him, what is the last thing that you repented for? And he sat there and thought about it and said, you know, I don't know. I don't really make mistakes. And it was like. You don't repent because you don't make mistakes. Right. Interesting. So Mind you, you think you're flawless. Exactly. Removing the whole idea of like repenting and all that kind of stuff. But like you don't you're telling God that you don't make mistakes. That's deep, bruh. I mean, even people that are super, super religion or religious. And you're right. That is deep, bruh. <laughs> Even people who are like ridiculously religious think that they need to repent all of the time. Absolutely. Like even if they didn't put a blinker on when they were changing lanes, they're like, I did, I made a mistake, Father, how many Hail Marys? And it's they're like, you know of, what, you're good, it's fine. It's that kind of I'm perfect thing. Remember I told you there's that uh, that clip of him like reading teleprompter and they go through it and they're, he like will not... He will not correct himself. He will make whatever he read wrong into something that's right, even if it completely invalidates what he's saying. (laughs) It's crazy. Uh, I'll I'll have to find that clip and play it for you. It's crazy. It's sort of, I mean, not to directly compare him to Ted Bundy, but there are people who study minds like that where they're like what kind of delusion was really going on there and I think that even years from now like 20-30 years from now when he's gone 
people are going to be still figuring this guy out and Absolutely. what was oh. wrong with like what was going on in his brain oh, like they should study it. course of study for sure um people are going to be majoring in like trumponomics and trump <laughs> trump yeah. politics yeah absolutely okay so the halftime performers for this year's Super Bowl have been announced, and it's historic, but also kind of surprising to me. Um, please be Tegan and Susan. Please be Tegan and Susan. Tegan and Susan. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, that was a really bad bell ring. Um, j- there we go. Uh, it's Jennifer Lopez, as we had been expecting. Jennifer Lopez has been talking about this for months. She just came off of a Vegas residency. I'm excited because a friend that I grew up with is her lead background dancer. And, like, he's always the guy, like, right next to her. So I'm like, he's going to be at the Super Bowl. That's so exciting. Does that mean you get tickets? You know. Um, But also, it's Jennifer Lopez and Shakira. I am so effing excited for Shakira. I love Shakira. I love she Shakira is too. Solid. But it's random to me that they have the two of them together. For the record, this will mark the first time that two Latina artists have taken the stage together. So that's pretty cool. But it's like Jennifer Lopez could have done it by herself. So I don't know if it's Jennifer Lopez and Shakira or if it's Jennifer Lopez featuring Shakira. I'm sure it's going to be the latter. I think, think it's so? going to be Jennifer Lopez and then Shakira's going to do a couple of things and she'll have like her really cool blonde hair and it'll be like really extension-y and then she'll be like, Arara! and everyone will be like, yeah. Like what? I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to do the song from Zootopia. That's what you really want. That's Got what it. I want. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. All right, I want to remind you that in support of National Coming Out Day and our one-year anniversary around here at Channel Q, we are flying you, that's right, you, you. and a friend, out. What? Oh, sorry. I was just <laughs> providing. I was going you, you. You, 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 you. And a friend, 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 out to the home, home, home of... Channel Q. That's Los Angeles, California for a weekend getaway. We're going to take you out in West Hollywood for a happy hour at the world famous Abbey. We're going to put you up in an amazing hotel and we're going to give you two tickets to LA's biggest event of the year. It's called We Can Survive. It's going to be at the Hollywood Bowl. I'm super excited to be going to this concert. It's going to have Taylor Swift, Lizzo, the Jonas Brothers, Camila Cabello, and so many others. You're not going to want to miss out on this opportunity. So to celebrate Channel Q's coming out and National Coming Out Day, here in LA, go to wearechannelq.com to enter to win. For more details, make sure to get over to the website. Um, that is going to be really cool. Yeah, I cannot wait to go, and it'll be our first uh, concert experience together. Oh, yes, yes. What have we done? I just won't be standing behind you. <laughs> well, I'm trying to think, what else did we do? Oh, we did the, um, we went to the car show thing at Peterson yeah. Automotive Museum. That was It's fun. almost like a concert. It's almost like that, but nothing like it. <laughs> Uh, okay, Justin, you've been checking out our social meds. Um, we've got more feed. Today's been a very social media day. What you got? Yes. Okay, so we have somebody who uh, a lot of people loved your pronunciation of recipe. <laughs> I don't know why I could not say that that's word. That's great. They Re- want to know Re- if you had your upsta moment. Justin. I, that's a that's a, uh, a Kevin an alley and reference. Alley moment. Yeah. Uh, someone else said, Jarrett, have you been drinking? I, I've i been downing this water over here, but I I did feel like, what is happening in my brain right now that and I can't you get you know, Jarrett, that's not great for your fertility. <laughs> A very good point. Okay. And, and I am, uh, someone trying. else said, Allie, are you pregnant? I just started listening. No comment. Oh! <laughs> hand over that bottle of tequila. If you, if you uh, were tuning in uh, into the 
previous segment, we were talking about fertility and whether or not alcohol uh, has an impact on that. And someone was like, Ellie, are you pregnant? Right, I know. Because I was like, how, mon- how moderate is moderate? Yeah, exactly. Oh. Well, Allie, are you pregnant? I'm not going to, no. I mean, I'm not going to say anything. No comment. I said no comment. <laughs> Whoa, okay. Happy uh, endings. Ah. <laughs> if I was pregnant, this would not be a happy ending. No, I'm just well, I, I love the idea, the speculation. No. I'm just going to leave that in the air. Poof. Allie, well, okay. I'm trying to think of the last time I saw you drink. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> All right, uh, Allie, why don't you start out our happy ending? Okay. Here's my happy ending. Does it involve your baby? It, it's my baby. <laughs> it's already at term. Okay. My happy ending is the following. Sure, vaping was banned, or it's in the process of being banned, but you know what? The Super Bowl is getting a band of their own named Tegan and Susan, and that <laughs> is a repousy for success. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> A repousy for success. <laughs> Justin, what you got? Great. Sure, listeners said you guys aren't their favorite part of this show, but at least listeners can look forward to Drop, Drop the Subject with Justin and Emmy premiering this fall. <laughs> <laughs> this fall? That's right now. I was going to say, that's uh, starting here in a couple of weeks. We've got the, that's the um, the online-only version of the show. Let's <laughs> just, Justin and Emmy. Drop, Drop the Subject. With Allie and Jarrett. Wait, no, Emmy and Justin. With Sorry, Ginger, guys. Justin and right. Emmy. And it's just all like you guys running the board. <laughs> just, just pressing like, buttons. It's just beds and occasionally and going, yeah. Just and, <laughs> like all kinds of random sounds. Um, okay, What's so yours? Allie, you may die this weekend in the name of anniversary traditions. Uh-huh. But look at the bright side. You go out eating cakes. That's true. At least I won't have cake on my face. Is that a thing? <laughs> no, it's egg on my face. Yeah, you know, there's. Half the audience. I don't know. That I don't know about way. cake repices. Uh, <laughs> Fertilized egg on your cake. I'm, wo- <laughs> I'm wondering. I'm wondering the episode. The name of this episode is either Tegan and Susan. Yeah. Um, it's repice, or uh, it's something to do with a whistle. Uh, something. To- <laughs> or E40 did not sing. <laughs> I was blow the whistle. I was literally not going to say that just to not bring it back up. Or Jarrett Hills from Oakland. <laughs> A lot of choices for you there, Ginger Justin. A lot Justin. of things to go in for. Uh, for anyone who wants to check it out, yes, the podcast is available for you if you missed anything. And if these happy endings make no sense, well, that's bad news for you. you got to catch up on the podcast. Should have been listening. The subject. Yeah, you should have been listening, but it's okay. We have a podcast for you. Don't freak out. Well, Allie, we um, want to congratulate you on your one-year anniversary. Thank you. Your one-slash-ten-year anniversary. Um, you're going to be out tomorrow celebrating with your wife. I am. I'm hitting the road, and I will be back on Monday. Shar Jossel will be in with us. I think you guys know who she is. Yes. She's been here once or ten times. Uh, she'll be joining me tomorrow. I'll also be filling in for John Duran tomorrow on Sidebar, so you can tune in uh, at 10 o'clock when this show normally starts. On Fridays, we normally start at, at noon. I'll be filling in with um, for for John Duran doing Sidebar, and it'll be a great time. We'll see you all tomorrow. Yeah, have fun with that. 10 a.m. Eastern. No, 10 a.m. Pacific. Pacific and uh, 1 p.m. Eastern. That's right. Have fun. I'll see you later. It's supposed to make me feel safe, and I didn't feel safe. On the, ne- on the next, drop the subject. On the next show, Mattel is rolling out its first gender-neutral doll. It'll be wearing gender-neutral clothes, and it's pretty interesting. We'll see what you think about it. Plus, speaking of clothing, what to wear when you're not feeling so good? A new study shows what you wear actually impacts your mood. We'll see you then. Drop the subject. 12 to 2 Pacific, 3 to 5 Eastern. On the new Channel Q.